It's the Wealth and Wisdom Podcast, providing you wisdom on investments, taxes, retirement, and other topics that listeners will benefit from, all in hopes of helping you build and enjoying your wealth your way. Here's your host, Michael Loftus of Loftus Wealth Strategies. Hello, and welcome to our latest video podcast. This is Michael Loftus from Wealth and Wisdom TV, and of course, podcast. Started this in the fourth quarter last year, continuing this year with hopes of more as we go forward. Thank you so much for the positive response. If you have questions on how to subscribe, of course, if you're watching this on YouTube, you're okay. But below, we do have links to the various podcast channels. We can go to Apple, Spotify, etc. So today, we've got a couple good topics for you mailbag, and a little bit about getting to know Michael. That would be me. So let's kick things off here. All right, so checklist for retirement preparedness. Number one, do I know exactly how much income I need to take each month? I would say yes. I mean, the first thing we should be doing when we retire is doing that plan, financial plan, budget, right? Money in money out, surplus deficit, and this will give you that number, comes up, comes down, inflation, markets up, markets down, should be reviewed on a regular basis. Which account should I take it from? Now that's something interesting, right? It depends. Now, hopefully you've prepared, you've got your IRA rolling over from your 401k when you're working, and you have either a Roth or a non-retirement account. What I like about those, of course, are they're more tax beneficial to the individual. Monies taken out of an IRA are going to be taxed at ordinary income. Now, on the Roth, totally, of course, non-taxable. And then the non-retirement account, usually a brokerage account, joint or trust account, okay? You'll be paying capital gains on gains in stocks, mutual funds, ETFs, etc. okay? should have some cash, but it is more tax efficient. So when we put together that tax plan, might take some from here, some from there, depends on the year, depends on the need, depends on your individual circumstance. Another reason why you should get a financial plan. What is the ideal time to take Social Security? Once again, it depends. Right now, going through this with a few clients, in the last two years, we've had pretty nice increases. 5% and then last year, meaning coming in this year in 23, over 8%. Okay, so with that, with the normal growth you get by delaying, we've seen some nice increases in Social Security. So maybe somebody that wanted to wait until they're 65, 66, 67, whatever the number is, we might be taking that early. So I've asked a couple of folks right now, <clears throat> go on to ssa.gov. Get your most recent up-to-date number. Sorry, Siri just said something. Get that most up-to-date number, all right? And we'll make a decision, right? Should you take it now, later, delay, etc.? Again, very much an individual uh, situation. Have I addressed longevity, longevity, longevity risk, and will you outlive your money? This is why we do that financial plan. I've had clients as old as 95 years old, Want to make sure those monies last longer because a lot of people, one, are retiring earlier. At least I'm seeing that. 
you could have 20, 30 years in retirement. Want to make sure that those investments last over time. Am I prepared to handle market volatility? Well, just closing out 2022, the market was down, of course, S&P about 20, NASDAQ about 33, but really didn't see a lot of volatility. Now, those losses are losses. I'm not trying to uh, minimize that in any way, okay? But when I think of volatility, the VIX, the volatility index. Now, I do think that this year, 2023, has the potential to be way more volatile. So with that, yeah, you should have a plan in place. I know here, if you've watched our videos, I'll put our latest market update up here. I'm not a believer in buy and hold, right? Right now, we're sitting a lot of cash. We've got some precious metals. Obviously, last year, the bond market had the biggest hit in history, okay? So if you held those bonds, right, that buy and hold, you did not fare well, okay? Today, I'm still not in bonds. I'm waiting for that opportunity because normally bonds are considered risk off. So you should have a plan, at least I believe, you know, some people say, oh, it's not time in the market, time in the market, right? To me, it comes down to minimizing risks in down markets, bear markets, recessions, maximizing in up markets. You should have an investment strategy for both good and bad markets. Should I pay off my mortgage? You know, this is a question I get also quite a bit. Again, it just depends on your circumstance, right? If you pay off that mortgage, it's an illiquid asset, right? And you really can't just take income from it unless you do a reverse mortgage. That's a whole nother conversation. I'll just sidebar and say they're not a good thing to do right now because the rates being so high. So I have looked at that for some clients, has not worked up because of where interest rates are. But being an illiquid asset, you just want to make sure you have enough liquid assets to handle all your income needs. And again, that bodes back to why we should be doing a financial plan. How about healthcare costs? I'm going to say it again. I'm sorry, I keep repeating myself, but that's why we should have that financial plan. Hopefully, Medicare, whether you have Medicare supplements, et cetera, you should be good. Uh, but that should all be part of the plan and having that growth over a long time. All right. So next up, section number two, beneficiary mistakes, right? Things we need to think about. I always talk to folks about making sure your beneficiaries are up to date. So number one is naming your minors as beneficiaries. They will not be able to take those assets until 18. You want to think about that. Sometimes you might want to just put in a trust and then you can have some more control, okay? Not, now that's a trust if it's a non-retirement uh, asset. I'll get to that one in a second. Not coordinating your beneficiary designation and your will. So what does that mean? Well, if your beneficiary designation form, so your IRA document you sign, you have your beneficiaries there, that's going to overrule a will all the time. I've seen it happen, okay? So you want to make sure that those two are in sync with each other, okay? Not naming a alternative successor, contingent beneficiary should always have an extra, God forbid, just in case. And then the last one, naming your estate as a beneficiary. Said that earlier, but let's talk about it from a IRA standpoint. Now, we used to be able to do what's called a stretch IRA, continue that IRA through multiple generations. Took that away a couple years ago. So now you have what's called the 10-year rule. So when you pass, 
the IRA gets passed on to your beneficiary, they have 10 years to liquidate that. Unless if you name the trust as a beneficiary, it becomes five years. So we do not recommend naming the trust in an IRA as your beneficiary. For that reason, I just discussed, okay? So next up, let's go to our mailbag, all right? First off, we have Jacqueline. I'm about to sell a small farm that I inherited, which will bring in quite a bit of money. Should I use this money to pay off my house or just invest some money and use investment income to pay for my, my mortgage? So I talked about that earlier about should you pay off mortgage. In this circumstance, you have to look at everything. Okay, we've come off one of the biggest runs in history as far as appreciation in households. Okay, so when you look at that, all right, you have to say, all right, where do we go from here? Well, we're seeing right now about a 5% correction in the mortgage, uh, excuse me, in the housing market. Could see up to a 10 or 15, some people are calling for. So in that scenario, what's gonna grow more now over the next 10 years? Well, after the run we just had, I think housing's gonna get back to its normal rate of appreciation, two to three, four percent, versus this 20, 30, 40, 50% growth. So I would think that now, short term, 10 years, hopefully, once we get through this bear market, again, watch my latest video, uh, which we think we're gonna be in through the middle of the year, maybe parts of third quarter, 2023, long term, the stock market should be a better opportunity for you. But again, individually, need to look at that and that financial plan, there I go again. Sally from Rhode Island, I'm retiring next month and it occurs to me I don't really know where my income is going to come from. So security, but that won't be enough. Should I start withdrawing from my 401k next month when a paycheck stops? So again, this goes back to taxes, income, etc. When we put together a financial plan, we also look at the tax side of things. We have software that allows us to analyze and do forecasting with monies coming out, whether it be from the IRA, we put in capital gains, dividends, etc. Okay, so I don't know how much money you have, so I can't answer that specific question, but going through the scenario, doing that financial plan again, sorry about that, there I go, but that'll allow us to determine what is the best option for you. Okay, so next up we have Martha. Seems like uh, a lot of women this month are calling or emailing us with questions. Thank you, we appreciate that. Turned 72 at the beginning of the year. This was actually last year. So I have to start taking money out of my IRA this year even though I don't really need it. Can I just take it out and reinvest into something else? Absolutely, have a lot of clients that will take from the IRA and just put into their joint or trust account, brokerage account, okay, and invest there, okay? Still have to pay those taxes, of course. Uh, you know, another thing you want to think about is if you're at 72 and if you don't need that money, if you're doing some charitable things, you can take money directly from the IRA, send it to the charity directly, has to be done from the custodian to the uh, charity, and that'll actually count towards your RMD, okay, reduce your tax basis, and you can do something good and very charitable. Okay, so hopefully that helped you out, Martha. All right, getting to know Michael. What books are you reading right now? All right, so um, this year, a couple years ago, I was reading quite a bit. 
Last year got away from it, but uh, not that I didn't read books, but not as much as I normally do. So I'm trying to crank things up again. Finishing uh, today, not, not today, two-thirds through the book, Paul Volcker uh, autobiography. Paul Volcker is from the 70s, 80s, was the Fed chair at that time, did a lot of things in government and all, as I'm learning, all other kind of things, but uh, really a good man enjoying the book. I'll have more details on that as we go forward. My next book, so you know, I'll bring it up. It's called Sold Out. Okay, that's by Jim Rickards. I read a couple of his books in the past. How Broken Supply Change, Surging Inflation, and Political Instability uh, Will Sink the Global Economy. So I've heard some good things about this. Jim, I've seen him several times with a research company being interviewed, etc. So I do enjoy his stuff and his take on the markets. So that'll be my next book. So I'm trying to do about a book and a half a month. That half is the audio book. So finish one book and then a half audio. So that'll get me to about 20 books for 2023. So thanks so much for watching, listening, depending on where you're seeing, hearing this. This is Michael Loftus for Wealth and Wisdom TV and podcast. Thanks for tuning in to the Wealth and Wisdom Podcast. If you have any questions or would like to schedule time with Michael Loftus to review goals and or financial plans, please give us a call at 302-251-8901. You can also visit us at lwsde.com to contact or check out many resources, including our video blog. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe on your favorite app. We are on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much wherever you can find shows. Material discussed is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. Please consult your accountant and attorney for specific advice. Investment advisory services are offered through Loftus Wealth Strategies, LLC, a registered investment advisor. 